Welcome to the Midnight Hour. The Bo Show, Night Light, and we're back at <laughs> exclusive Patreon show. <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? Anyway, kind of keeping <laughs> some things going. I want to talk about some kaijus, y'all. Now, David, I feel like you're going to feel, I'm just basing this off of your experience with mm-hmm. kaiju films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to feel like you don't have much to say in this conversation, but I guarantee you, you will. I think Godzilla is cool and Mecha Godzilla is even cooler. Mecha Godzilla is cooler. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. You are right. Um, so, your experience with kaiju films mm-hmm. is now Cloverfield and what? That's it. Just this? Really? That's yeah. it? I've never seen Godzilla at all. Like Godzilla King of the Monsters, Godzilla the that came out in 2018. Nope. Wow. The thing yeah. is, it's so weird. Like my whole life, I'm like, I fucking love Godzilla. It's Godzilla is rad, and I think it's. I've never seen this. It's literally because I had this Godzilla toy as a kid. Do you remember those Godzilla toys you saw everywhere in the nineties? Yes. You know why? Because it was the movies. I mean, well, yes, but like in nineteen ninety nine, they remade it. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they did. I remember that, and it was horrible, and it was long. I wonder if I did see that as a kid and I just don't remember. It was in 1999. It was with uh, with the, the fucking what the uh, fuck's yeah, I know his who name? You're talking about. It's the Broadwick. Broadwick, yes, it's that guy. Um, but and they made yeah Matthew Broderick. It was with Matthew Broderick, Broderick and this movie got a 16 percent around Jesus Christ. I'm watch uh, it that was one. 1998. <laughs> it was two hours and 19 minutes long, and it was Damn. kind of like us like a slice of two different films yeah i had like little godzilla babies right it did under the yeah. what under the subway yeah, yeah. yeah it's like little raptors yeah and uh godzilla looked very different um so godzilla looked nothing like the godzilla that we're used to godzilla looked more like a t-rex a d- yeah so if you want to swivel your chair over here so you can take a look at this yeah let me take a look this uh was the godzilla no that's not the Godzilla toy I had. Mm-mm. Definitely is not. The Godzilla toy I had, I'm pretty sure, was like the OG Godzilla. Yeah, it was like kind of chunky. It had... Sp- sp- it wasn't chunky. It wasn't chunky. It was, it was sp- Godzilla. It was OG Godzilla. I mean, I I know it had like... It had spikes on its big back. Big scales going down. It's, uh, was it closer to this? That That is more That's closer. a more current one, right? That's a more current one, yeah, but that's, that's also very close to how it looked back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, mine was very. Uh, this is Godzilla in the six cartoonish. Yeah, it was. It was definitely like it was exactly that. It was yeah the old school Godzilla, right. um, <laughs> which is rad. So cute. So cute. <laughs> so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> so old Godzilla. Yeah. So cute. But like the fact that we've been getting kaiju movies all along, like King Kong's considered a kaiju and all yeah. that stuff. Oh, I yeah, just found the image yeah. of the toy. It was very much based off like the. Yeah, that's the rad. 60s version. That's so fucking rad. You still got that? No, I wish. I, I think about damn. that toy a lot. He's like, I still sleep with it. <laughs> Dude, I would. Fuck. But I remember like the iconic like screech that we would have oh, with yeah. Godzilla. Even I know that. I haven't yeah. seen the movies. Like the iconic screech was fa- fantastic. And, um, and I know a lot of people who weren't fans of some of the newer ones. But I actually really loved uh Godzilla versus Kong. I've heard I heard a lot of people enjoy that. Yeah, that was my first I movie really too. coming back from the pandemic. In, In theaters. theaters. Oh wow. My yeah, friends I, rented out the theater. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then it it was funny because half of us were like Kong and Godzilla like fans. So we were like, we were being loud. We were being obnoxious. We were like cheering like, yeah, fuck you. Like, Well, I mean, you could. Yeah, yeah, we rented it out. So it was a cool experience to be back in the theater with such a spectacle of a big budget movie blockbuster and then just being with your friends in the theater. So good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really cool with like Godzilla versus Kong. In so many different ways. And I, I also a very big fan of this movie. And I think Adam Winger did a fantastic job. Fantastic. Um, so I I don't know. I'm curious to see like what's going on. I actually well, they're really gonna like create Kong- more in the monster verse of right. what they've made with Monarch and stuff like that. I personally actually really like King of the Monsters too. I do too. Um, I I'm just don't like the, it when the people are around. Yeah, with Godzilla, the first one they did for the reboot, it was fine. I thought it was okay. They just didn't show Godzilla that much. That's more. Oh, for the reboot. Based. For yeah. the this one. Yes. I well, fucking that. love this one. I think this one is absolutely fantastic. Who the, directed this one? Was uh, it? it was Gareth Edwards. Gotcha. That's right. Okay. Um, who has directed Rogue, Rogue One? Monsters. Monsters. Um, that's probably what got him to get this project. I've never even heard of this. Oh, it's pretty good. Is it? It's like a realistic take of like just living in the world of monsters. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've... The only movie I've seen of his... Rogue One is great, been too. Rogue One and uh, Godzilla. Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie ever. But... Um, that was my most hated Star Wars movie for wow. a long time. Rogue One? Yeah. Why? So good. Um, you know, it's going to sound like a cop-out answer, but I don't think I understand filmmaking as much when I first watch it, watched it and then... Once I had more of an understanding and understanding the world building and the consistency of like, you know, the films that were made in the 70s and the 80s and kind sure. of making it continuous with modern movies and the aesthetics. Uh, I appreciate it way more now. I actually think it is a good movie. Yeah, it's great. It's the only movie in Star Wars that puts the wars and makes it make, Exactly. Makes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with with the original Godzilla, or with Godzilla 2014, I should say, the reason why I like this one a lot is mainly because of the fact that in this movie, it's very much like Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, like every time they show Godzilla and something was about to happen, they cut to something else. Right. And, and, I, like, and I think that was the point, because stupid. this was the first time we were officially going to see Godzilla's new makeover. And they wanted it to be this big spectacle. Right. Trust me, I'm it also does not look a fan of that beautiful well. when they're doing the skydiving and they're like oh having red smoke and there's some God. music and it just kicks in. I was like, that Dude. is great. So there's a scene in there mm-hmm. where they are, like he stated, skydiving, but it's dark and all you see is just this smoke. But they have these uh, red, um, like they're not lanterns. What are they called? Like it's glow sticks. No, no, they're not close. Flares? Things. Flares. Got it. They have Red flares, flares attached to them, attached. so they're falling down into like a and smoky city. And you just see in the, the, the music score, and the score. It's the just score like, is like yo, this it's fucking, fucking woman wailing. It's like, <gasps> and it's like getting more and more And it's intense. just like cinematic of them dropping. They're so <laughs> small, but you awesome. see the red trails falling down to a big, massive city. Yeah. And, and like, it, it's crazy to look at visually. I one of the most it. incredible parts, too, is the fact that you see the outline of Godzilla within oh, yeah. it as well. It's so fucking good. Sounds cool. But it, is, it is amazing. And it has probably one of the best, mo- like, cinematic experiences for Godzilla for me. So nice. like, I personally love it. I think it's great. 
And um, that initial thing that you see of Godzilla being the enemy is fucking awesome. When in reality, Godzilla is going to do this thing for King of the Monsters, which was directed by uh, Michael DeHerty, which we covered his film, Trick or Treat. Um, yeah. Those words seem to uh, Godzilla film it makes sense, too. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, like a bunch of different creatures coming together, doing weird dude, stuff. So it's like the fucking callbacks he has in this fucking movie. Like, there's an exorcist callback. No, oh, damn. Yeah. You dogs. I don't want to see this in theaters. Like, I've lost my shit. <laughs> like, I saw it in theaters. I was like, D- none of you are horror fans. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Come on. Like, it's incredible. But um, on, on the talk of, ki- of kaijus in general, right? Like, let's talk about this monster clover a little bit more here. So I found this origin thing or the history of clover. Uh, the appearance that we see is a 350 foot high quadrupled and it possesses long fork fin tails. So cool. Sounds great. This is a weird sounding creature, but we see that its limbs are super big and all this other shit. Um, and it has a high resistance to projectile weaponry like shells from M1 tanks, AT4 rockets, ADMK-82 bombs, and other high-powered ordinances failed to do anything other than aggravate the creature. As we know with Godzilla, or if you are fans of kaiju movies and things like that, radioactive weaponry doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't work. It is kind of like it pumps them up and all this other shit. Right. Cool beans. Right. So, according to producer J.J. Abrams, the creature is a baby. He's brand new. He's confused, disoriented, <laughs> and irritable. And uh, he's been down there in the water for thousands and thousands of years. Okay, that gives me better context. But it is in the water. How deep is the water, right? Like, underneath the bridge and all that? Well, it's the ocean, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is that the Atlantic? Uh, yeah, so does it go as deep surrounding the city? Out. No, I would assume it has to be deeper, right? I don't know. Let's check a look. Um, how deep is the <laughs> Atlantic Ocean uh, around New York? Atlantic. I mean, is that considered the Atlantic Sea? Like right at the like rim of the city? Mm. That's what I'm wondering. Because I'm wondering, is it it's under... near the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Right. I'm wondering, like, is it has it been dormant near the city the whole time? Uh, let's see. So it's the Northern Atlantic, and the Northern Atlantic is um is because on uh I mean I don't know I'm looking at maps right now it just says that's the Upper New York Bay right uh it is according to this twenty seven thousand feet deep. 27,000 feet. Yeah. That's pretty pretty deep. deep. (laughs) That's pretty deep. (laughs) And then then I would love to know how deep is the Atlantic Ocean? In general? Yeah. I guess it'll show its deepest (laughs) point. Uh, Yeah. Well, I just always think about like the Titanic. Do we even know? We're talking about like it's almost a mile deep. That's far. I guess we don't. That is far. We can't answer like how deep like the Atlantic Ocean is because I don't think we've reached the bottom, right? Uh, I think there's been surveys. Okay. Yeah, I think there's been surveys of things that they've been able to drop down there, but I, I think a lot of uh, them let's are find also. It. Let's um, well, there's like the fisherman's thing, which is like where you can find out how deep every level is around. Oh, the oh shit! Nice. And this is uh, the New York Bay, Upper New York. Damn, uh, we're going yeah. deep in this. 
<laughs> I mean, this is my like quadrants. I don't even know how to read this. So I won't even be able to. There, to we'll okay. So wait, what, what was the answer you got, Prince? I got twenty seven thousand. Okay, so Atlantic Ocean max depth twenty seven thousand eight hundred forty one. Oh, okay, so that probably is what I found then. Yeah, interesting. That's still really fucking deep. Average depth of about twelve thousand feet. Oof. Yeah. So okay, Makes enough sense. to hide something, yeah. and that's right. exactly. enough to hide something or be dormant for thousands of years. Wow. Mm. Fuck. Right off the edge of a city. That's crazy to me. I mean, maybe it just swam. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tourist. Floated there, maybe. I don't know. But what was crazier to me was the fact that this fucking thing can breathe just regular air. Oh, that's a really good point. Like, it has two sets of lungs, I guess. So it would have to have a gills and it would have to have also, like, his regular lungs. Or maybe it doesn't even need oxygen. Or maybe not. Right. And we yeah, don't know yet. Or maybe it's just holding its breath the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so the history... Like, oh, come up for air after a thousand years. <laughs> the history of this monster... Um, the monster's origins are unknown, but many people speculate that it is of extraterrestrial descent, even though this has been denied by J.J. Abrams. In the hmm. scene where Robert Hawkins, Lily Ford, and Marlena Diamond and Hudson Platt are walking through the subway, Hud says um, to Rob, dude, think about, the, think about it. The ocean is huge. Talking about the monster's origins. This could connect to Abrams saying the monster's uh, the monster is from the ocean. Abrams wanted the movie to be more realistic. If a monster did attack, we would have no idea where it came from unless we witnessed it. After many military attempts at bombing the monster and creating much devastation in Manhattan, the creature's fate is still yet to be revealed. Many argue that an audio clip at the end of the credits of the film um, said the words help us, but it's in fact, um, it's still alive, only backwards. Oh, I heard about that. That is yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. However, recent uh, interviews with J.J. Abrams tells us that the bombing actually does kill the monster. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. Then maybe there is another monster. Maybe. Mm-hmm. As we saw, as we questioned with the bridge. Or J.J. Abrams doesn't even know what he's wanting to say about the movie. Maybe. <laughs> um, oh, cool. You, you are right. They're parasites. So Clever has also covered in 2,000 parasites... <laughs> That are about the same weight and height as a dog. They have ten legs, consisting of six spider-like, double-jointed legs and four pincers on the top and the back of their bodies. They uh, have very large jaws, pale grayish skin, and many black eyes. They closely resemble a giant spider. The Department of Defense called the parasite H. HSP for human scale parasite. The department noticed how the parasites attack with pack, pack coordination and prefer enclosed spaces for trapping and surprising prey. They can also detect prey from afar by an unknown method. Marlena Diamond is killed by a parasite um, bite in the film. The bite in the subway caused Marlena to bleed from the eyes and vomit blood from her mouth. Before Marlena explodes, a soldier is wheeled in by the group, um, his fate having a gaping hole. And the medical oh. officers sa- um, saying another bite, foreshadowing Marlena's fate. Mm, so that makes sense. That's the result of one does drag you back and what it'll do to you. So it looks like they feed since it's prey right. and they just eat the flesh. And I got to say, the design is really good, even for like today's standards. It looks good, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would love to see it designed today uh, because, you know, you see that that CG a little bit. Right. Uh, but, man, I think the design is great, and I would love to see it 
be rendered into today's technology i feel like it would look amazing yeah i feel like it would look really really good i mean damn i really really like this whole concept of all of these monsters just being having their own i guess personality and depth and life and all this other shit like i think Mm -hmm. that's really fucking cool um because you you have this very unorthodox way of the monster right of Mm -hmm. this monster and if y'all have been going off of how this month's been going and seeing how this month's been happening we had have multiple films in this month that are showcasing the differences of these different type of aliens that we've seen like we have they live where it was like aliens in close um plain sight and we had the concept of like aliens have invaded the earth now we have this concept of aliens that are just foreign right like they're in the ocean and things like that and now we'll be covering life where we'll have a very blatant in space alien movie um but yeah super interesting but um you know what's funny i usually come up with these very much on accident (laughs) and it just works out this way (laughs) um but yeah um the fucking list for these goddamn things are crazy, but I don't see Clover on this list. One day. It'll be recognized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clover's not on this list considered of the kaijus, um, or Toho kaijus, I should say. Um, so maybe that are the kaijus that are specific to the Japan movies, the films hmm. that are in Japan. So maybe, maybe. But... The other Godzilla King of the Monsters, was that based in New York as well? I don't remember. What about Godzilla vs. Kong? I don't remember either. Godzilla vs. Kong, they went all over the place. Yeah, they were all over. Because we had, yeah, Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall's really good. Yeah. I feel like little girl's really good in it, too. Yeah. That, that was just a good fucking movie. Yeah. But did you see Shin Godzilla? Who? Shin Godzilla. Okay. All right. So here's this movie, Shin Godzilla, coming out in between Godzilla 2014 and uh, Godzilla King of okay. the Monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's completely based in Japan. It's only in Japanese and so on and so forth. I was going to say, it sounds familiar. Yes. And you get this fantastic reveal of Godzilla where oh, I just have to show it to y'all because it is absolutely fucking harrowing. Come take a look at this goddamn thing. <laughs> this oh is my Shin Godzilla. Now, can you imagine this fucker? Look at this. Oh, this no, is it. This is it transforming, like right off the bat. Like it has gills. It has all this whole other crazy shit coming out of it, and then it fucking turns into this big fucking thing. Whoa! Yeah, Shin Godzilla's fucking rad, and this thing's huge. Like it's great, thick. Dick boy. Dick boy indeed. But like, yeah, this thing's crazy. Like, th- like, so I'm very curious if we would ever get like a simultaneous like Godzilla thing kind of going on. But that's pretty cool. I love transformations. Oh, dude. Like when you mm. see it, yeah. It's pretty great. Now in Godzilla King of the Monsters, we got three monsters specifically. Yeah. Mothra. King Mothra. Kong. Who looks great. King Kong wasn't in it. Oh, Mothra. He was hinted. Godzilla. And uh, I could probably guess the third one. There's four of them. Oh. So it's Godzilla, Mothra, 
um, uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah. That's what I was. That's the one I was. I was like, I could guess the other Rodan. one is Ghidorah. Rodan. Yeah. Yeah. And which Rodan. one? Rodan. I don't think I know Rodan. Rodan's this uh, red one. And Mothra helps Godzilla. Fight yeah, these I know Mothra. Too. I know Ghidorah. Of course, I know Godzilla. I don't know. Yeah, Rodan. that fourth one. Rodan's kind of like this. The, but fuck, dude! Look how like a, big. Yeah. Fucking like Ghidorah is. By the way, Ghidorah was the reference for The Exorcist. But look at this. Like, you, like we think Godzilla's big, but then we see Ghidorah's big ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But let, let's see if I can even find that. Let's see. Got, uh, Ghidorah. Um, uh, what the fuck? Exorcist. Because... This is the Exorcist reference. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's another thing about these movies. They're very cinematic. And even Pazuzu yeah. was in the fucking movie. Come on, guys. This is amazing. And there was a Thing reference as well, by the way, for you, Freddie. Just saying. Just for me? Just saying. Just, Just for you. you. Just for They're you. like, hey, this one kid from San Francisco is going to really appreciate this. We should put it in the movie. <laughs> and I was like, I'm that kid. I'm that kid. That's me. I'm that's from me. San Francisco. <laughs> Oh man! But anyway, I'm very, very excited for more to come for the rest of this month. And as y'all know, already by now, I mean, you got the list of this fucking month already, so you already know what's kind of going on for the rest of this month. But um, thank you all so much for supporting and enjoying the show. Hopefully, you're enjoying Midnight Hour, and so on and so forth. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about this show too. Let your friends in on this fun. You got the Patreon link. You got the Patreon link. And as you probably have noticed, that they're separated now. The Midnight Hour is officially kind of its own standalone show. It's just a post-show, technically, because we're recording it after Nightlight. And it's a tie-in to what we're discussing, a part of Nightlight. So I'm just saying, it's more of a companion show now <laughs> instead of a post-show. Just saying. Anyway, it's been a pleasure dealing with y'all. Have a good night, motherfuckers.